Welcome to Topicocalypse, the only podcast on the internet. I am your revered or reviled host, Josh Peterson. I'm joined here by Big Dog Jay Linehoon. What's up, what's up? Ye- 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 ye. This episode is brought to you by Miracle Fruit Oils Vitabrace, but we'll have more on that later. Big Dog, I got a topic for us to discuss here. All right, hit it. Gaming, okay? Never talk about gaming. Never talk Never about Never talk it. about video games, ever. This is the first time we're the first podcast to ever talk about video games. I have been playing a buttload of Kingdom Hearts, like I was telling you yesterday. I kind of took the day and played some video games, watched some Iron Fist, did a little bit of reading, but mostly played Kingdom Hearts. Okay. More on that later. Um, so I was just curious, over the summer, what is the best game that your favorite game you played over the summer and what games are you looking forward to? coming out in the fall because it's kind of gaming season starts in actually september it already started with the release of spider-man on the ps4 and all these games are coming out within the months of september and the early weeks of october because they don't want to be put out anywhere near the release date of red dead redemption 2 yeah which is one of the which is one of the movies i'm most excited about uh this uh fall uh but over this my favorite game over the summer i'd have to say over the summer the most I got most enjoyed, I think it was playing Sea of Thieves. That was fun. That was. It we was, got a lot of. It was a lot of experience. It was a lot of fun. I wish that I do want to go back and play the new expansions. Yeah, I'm no, I'm down. Uh, it was it was it was fun. Uh, I did like Far Cry Five. That was also fun. It was a, a good sandbox uh, third person shoot or first person shooter. Right. Um. Had a had a had an interesting story. And uh, they went with it. Um. But games looking forward to uh, Red Dead Redemption Two. Uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Uh, what else is coming out? Fallout. Oh, Battlefield Five. Battlefield Five. Okay, so how do you feel about Battlefield Five and the fact that a lot of people are saying, "Oh, they're appealing to the PC crowd by having like a female protagonist and stuff like that." Are, do, in, are you in a Battlefield game? Yeah. Do you care about that at all? I don't care at all. Good, because it looks good. Like she, she, like I see the it's trailers. It's a first-person like, shooter. If you don't like being a chick, mute the TV. She looks like a character that I would be interested in playing because yeah. the, the trailers looked cool. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it looks good. It has, it's got, it looks like it has a good story. Um, the graphics look really good. Yeah, uh, it's probably more hyped about this than I was about Call of Duty World War Two. Even though Call of Duty's were the more World War Two. Oh yeah, that was um, that was the last one to come out. Yeah, right? it was World yeah. War Two. Yeah, and that had Which a bunch is really of con- just Call of Duty's one through. Th- Four. Right. Yeah. And like they that had a bunch of controversy surrounding it with uh not there weren't a lot of like black soldiers in that one. But in it, what? Call of Duty World um World, World War Two. Okay. But the thing was, like if you know your history, like they weren't exactly treated that well back no, then. No, and so. then they were they had their own companies. They had like whole companies of African Americans. Right, right. I mean, you know, not that they weren't there. What was that? Um, remember the the Spike? Was it Spike Lee movie that uh, Miracle at Saint Anna? Maybe I don't remember. It was about the group of African American soldiers who kind of their own squad, but they didn't get treated very well. It is a yeah, is a cool it's movie. But, accurate. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm excited to play Battlefield. I love the fact that in their advertising, they're still rubbing it in everyone's face that they have a oh, or an Activision going, space. going hard on battle on. Uh, Call of Duty Call of because Duty. they still have a single player mode. Yeah, yeah. It's like he goes, it's like it's just like Call of Duty, except weird. It's better because we have single player. Right, right. 
But uh, no, I'm definitely looking forward to it. I always liked the Battlefield multiplayer better than the Call of Duty because it was just more. Because I was always been to like to like Halo, so with vehicles and, and and you know added elements, which I which Call of Duty doesn't have, but Battlefield does. It's got tanks, jeeps, planes now, zeppelins, trains, boats, you name it. It just adds. It just makes it better, right? Like yeah, you, like you, I feel like you won't get, you wouldn't get as burnt out on Battlefield multiplayer than you would on Call of Duty, where it's just the same shit. Well, I always again. like like Battlefield is more like everybody has a role. Like there's medics. Yeah, like you, like you, like but it's it also seems more fair to me though. Like you don't yeah. have like you don't have a bunch of people like spawn. You have less dicks on Battlefield Five than you do well, in Call of Duty. They figured it out because your spawn points is you parachuting in. You can literally guide where you end up yeah so there's no you know and there's that's no a, there's no spawn point right and that's you can the, actually spawn on your player your players that are still alive yeah and that's a good thing you know i will give fortnite is the fact that they have people jumping into battle instead of having spawn points because you can't spawn kill over the years yeah that has become a huge issue is camping and spawn killing yeah i mean if you're super good and you can shoot people dropping out of the sky i mean that's good for good you, for you. But, yeah but it's not like where anybody asshole can stand there with a shotgun and wait for you to jump back in and blow your way yeah because you have games like call of duty and um i don't want just call of duty really has cultivated this troll culture and- uh Rainbow Six Siege. Rainbow Six Siege. Because remember, we faced a similar challenge in Sea of Thieves, which we talked yeah. about on a previous episode, where people were... Because uh, you spawn on the same You spawn on the same points time. in the boat, and they're sitting there killing you, and they wouldn't let us reset because they kept fixing our boat. Yeah, so yeah, I, I don't like the whole fixed spawn point. Halo used to do that, too, Yeah, the fixed spawn point. Um, but uh, I definitely dig the hole where you can either spawn on a, a, a current player on your team... Right. Or you can jump into the battle zone like via like parachute or whatever, and you can like drop down to wherever you want. Yeah, which is which is I think is the best option. Uh, but it it would, it would be cool if you could like you're parachuting in, but you see another guy on the other team parachuting, and you could try to shoot each other while you're in, while you're in the parachute, down. or you can you can <laughs> float by him and cut the strings yeah, of his parachute. Yeah, yeah. That'd be fun. But yeah, no, I definitely like the the way that they do it versus Call of Duty and stuff. And Battlefield has always had, uh, as far as their storytelling goes, they've always had pretty good campaigns you know they're memorable yeah. as opposed to like call of duty like call okay call of duty like one through five the up to the first modern warfare had really good stories to them yeah like i really enjoyed the first uh modern warfare game remember with like where you're on that boat and like the entire dialogue is from the yes aliens see that is really good they don't do that anymore well i don't know if it's because they switch between they like uh you know, they have uh, Infinity Ward makes one, Treyarch makes the other. Like, they switch back well, and forth between... they didn't switch. They stopped working with, I think, Treyarch. Okay. And so I think it's Infinity Ward now. Um, but, like, yeah, like, that. it was, like... Like, remember, like, the end where it's at the end of the game, spoiler alert, where the general turns on you and he's fighting... You're, he, like, stabs you and you're laying on the ground and you have to pull the knife out of yourself and then try to sh- throw it and hit the general or whatever. Yeah. Or the sniper mission. Where you have to hit the dude in the track suit from like a mile away, straight up uh, behind enemy lines. Behind enemy yeah. lines, yeah. Uh, like you, they, you don't get that in these new games, right? And uh, the one newer game that I thought had a pretty decent or interesting story was the one um, where it was it was Call of Duty, but it was in the future. Is where Kit uh, Kit Harrington is uh, from Mars, I think it is. Is that Advanced Warfare? I think it's Advanced Warfare. Okay. Like that had a really interesting story tale, but Call of Duty Call of Duty fans didn't like it because it wasn't uh, shoot em, shoot 'em up as much as they thought wanted it to be. Right. Like, um, 
I don't know why they're. It, it, it's we went from World War Two to this modern stuff, and then we can't get off the modern stuff. Like we can't progress or anything like that. Yeah, because well, much like Assassin's Creed, there are other time periods that are worth exploring. Yeah, like I thought it was really cool when Call of Duty did the the what was it the one where you're in the Vietnam War. Yeah. Where uh, you know where that was the one where uh, Gary Oldman plays the the Russian dude. Right. Right. Yeah. That was yes. Where you're like a like a spook and you they like your mind your brain scrambled, and you think he's been with you the whole time, but he hasn't. Ooh, ooh. You don't remember that? No. Oh yeah. Where the remember your your character's voiced by your favorite uh, Sam actor, Worthington. Sam Worthington. Ah yes. I just watched him in that movie Titan on Netflix. Is that good? Way. Any good? It's a decent story, and it's 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 a cool concept, but not. not it could have been way better written, but it's an interesting concept of forced, forced evolution. You just got to stay in those creature features, you know, Avatar. It's not so much a creature feature. I mean, it is a little bit. It's more about the, the lengths that humanity is willing to go to survive. That's a good point. I mean, I, I think that's kind of... check it out, but yeah, okay. it's, it's interesting. Um, all right, so one but more... Gaming, but gaming, back I, to I do want to ask you about Fallout 76. Uh, how do you... Oh, yeah. I feel like this is like the troll's ultimate dream game because you, you have to build stuff. Like, I don't... That's the one thing I didn't like about Fallout 4 is the fact that you were forced to craft things and you had... It was always under attack by people. Oh, the settlements? Mm-hmm. I dug the settlement thing, though. Did you? I dug it. I liked it. Oh, because it, it makes you feel like you're you're... You're not just going from quest to quest. You get a thing saying, "Oh shit, your base under attack," and you have to go there and save them. I mean, I thought that was I thought that was a pretty cool thing where you had to go save this place. You spent all this time and money in. Yeah, it made you value it. it made you think about how am I going to build this to where, you know, if it doesn't get attacked, it won't get all messed up or whatever. Like it made you care about the places and the characters that were there. Yeah, it, in in Fallout seventy six, though, like you you kind of you create your own bases, like you build with your friends and stuff, but like. I'm hoping that there's a way to shut off whether or not other people can jump in your game. Yeah. Because remember we were doing that in the original Red Dead Redemption. Red, yeah. Red Dead, yeah, and we'd always be like... We didn't build anything, but you constantly were trolling other groups of people trying to do quests. Like you'd kill the quest provider before they could talk to him and stuff, and they would just, they'd have to wait for him to respond. Right, or like we'd be doing missions or whatever, and all of a sudden there's this giant gang of like horse riders trying coming down you. the ridge yeah, trying yeah. to kill us and Which stuff. Which it, it actually made for fun gaming... Right. But frustrating if you're trying to actually do like progress. This goes back to our earlier conversation. If you want to play a game by yourself, you should be able to. Yeah. Yeah. But so. uh, you know, I'm I'm definitely down for the jumping into people's games. But so far, so long as it's more of like, I, wanna, uh, I want I like want Borderlands or yeah. Far Cry, where you can co-op jump into people's games, but you can't jump into someone's game and just fuck their shit up and then leave. But even in Borderlands, I like the idea of like you have to shoot somebody and then they have to accept the invite to have you be like a... You mean like a, it's like a P- more, of, more of an MMO like PvP area where you have, yeah, you have to right. accept the you duel. You have to they accept just, the duel. Yes, there are certain areas where if you go, you are free game. Right. But it, for most of, the, most of the game, I think... If you're in like be, a settlement or it should, something. It should like, be like... If you did like a, like the Red Dead, like if another player wanted to challenge you to a quick draw duel, yeah. that would be a cool idea to right. jump into the game and do yeah. that kind of or you could play you could sit down and play other player playing poker and if you think someone's cheating you could try to shoot them and they could try and if you don't they'll kill you and kind of, that kind of a thing yes that's, that's a cool that's concept it. of yep. how to jump into games yeah but this whole like where you can jump in and just troll the shit out of people and kill them every time you see them i'm not down with that yeah same same 
Uh, for me, uh, the best game I played over the summer is actually Wolfenstein 2. Oh, uh, yes. You played a lot. A lot. And it's it's fun. It's brutal. It's hard. Like, the story's good, but it's, like, one of those stories where, you know, like a movie that you only want to watch once, but you still come out of the theater going, that was a pretty decent flick, but you'd only watch it once. Yes, there's been several of those. Like, I can't think of any other time. But like, many Daniel Day-Lewis films for me. Uh, Last of the Mohicans, I will watch multiple times, but I'll anything else that, he's been in, and I'll watch Gangs of New York. Yeah, uh, Daniel Day Lewis films. I have to go back. Through. Like, but yeah, but there's a lot of like like critically acclaimed movies that you can only ha- you only need to see once. Yeah, like the movie Titanic. I really have no interest in ever watching that again. Right, right. I'm glad I watched it. Glad, glad I, I watched could be it. But or part like, of the jokes like, about Jack on the door. But I didn't. I didn't think it was actually a very good movie. But I thought the acting in it was superb. But uh, as a whole, a shitty movie yeah. was The Revenant. With DiCaprio. Oh, okay. I, I keep thinking about watching that. Is that not worth? It's worth it because it's such a good and it's a gritty graphic movie and and stuff like yeah. that. But it's oh. First fifteen minutes, there's a there's some action, there's a bunch of killing, there's fighting with Indians or whatever, and then there's a whole two hours of these fuckers just trudging through the forest and the snow, trying to survive frostbite, bears, and all this other stuff. To a little bit of action at the end, where he's trying to get revenge. Yeah, and it was just it just felt like a huge waste of time, like just whole periods of the movie where there's music and no dialogue. It's just him walking. So it's a artsy film. It's an artsy film. Mm. Uh, games I'm looking forward to Forza Horizon 4 I would love if we all played that because instead of having your drive avatars on the map they're actual people so we can all like road trip places together and like. but I like the idea that if we're not all online you could still kind of play with the other, your friends yeah, yeah I don't know if like the drive avatars are gone completely but I know a majority like a, in the trailers and well, footage well it's more of an open world game now it's yeah. not a set track yeah, so in a lot of like the footage we saw at E three and stuff, it was a bunch of people. Like, can you imagine? They're just, real people. Can you on imagine there. like you're dri- you're playing on Forza Horizons, driving on this coastal road, and then all of a sudden this fucking car shoves off the cliff right into you, right? And it's one of us. That would be and it's our hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Um, so that looks fun. I'd be down if you guys all played it. I do. Yeah. Like you said, I want to play Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Not much to say there. Uh, you know, they got the new uh, progression system, and you can choose your dialogue. I'm definitely excited about the dialogue options and the progression. Do, do you like the concept of being a uh, relative or a related somehow to Leonidas? Oh, so you're like somewhat like loosely, loosely you're dis- related to a you're historical descended. character? Yeah, you're descended from Leonidas. It's a cool concept. I, it'd be like it'd be like saying like you were uh, another one they could have used was Achilles because it's Greece. Yeah, you yeah. Use, you could have used Achilles. You could ooh use, an Assassin's Creed that takes place in the maybe, Odyssey would yeah, be cool. Yeah, that'd be sick. Like where you run into well, that's more okay. We're getting into crossing over between Assassin's Creed and Gods of War here. No, that's true because Achilles never really proven to be I, a historical character. Yeah, yeah. I wonder. Yeah, that's true. But it would be cool to like encounter these people in the game, like you encounter Leonidas at one point, and then like Achilles at another location or something like that, or right, like or Julius Caesar, like legit historical characters, which you do, yeah, um, which you might we might end up encountering in this game, yeah. I'm sure we'll maybe uh, run into you know Greek philosophers, all that stuff. Oh, I'm um, sure. Yeah, you'd have like your your like you run into like Leonardo know, da Vinci's uh, and... the dude from the uh, the Iliad. Uh, Odysseus, Odysseus, or you run into um, oh, 
crap. Like drawing a blank here. Socrates or Plato? Yeah, or whatever. Plato, Socrates, yeah. those guys. Yeah. Uh, also, I got Spyro Reignited Trilogy and Interest. Very cool Spyro. I was never really into Spyro. That was like one of my. I never played. Um, I was I never really into those cartoony games. It was that was one of those games where that was the first like video game like relevant video game I think I ever played like I had Sega Genesis growing up and I got I you know I was into like Sonic and like I got we got Virtue Fighter was the first like sixty dollar game I ever bought but um you know Sony came out PlayStation games for thirty nine ninety nine missed those days um I remember Spyro was something I really wanted because everybody was playing it all my friends were playing it and I was like I really want to get into this so my mom took me to like three different stores and we couldn't find it finally we like moseyed on down to fries off the 405 yeah. and they had like three copies left and that's how i got it but i just i just, i have fond memories of spyro i just it was it's a mindless game and you just kind of sit there it's fun to play yeah and it's it, kind of like on like crash bandicoot right Bandicoot right there's Zui. no there's no stress in it dk right um pokemon let's go i because, you know, when we were kids... You know what I would like? Uh, I'd like a modern update version of Pokemon Stadium. Yeah? Yeah, I'd be down for that. Well, because remember, we're always like... We used to always talk about the concept of it'd be cool to have an actual console version of Pokemon. That's Pokemon Go okay. is supposed or, to like, like pave a, the like way a, for that. Okay, how about like a... like a like What would be legit would be like a... Sand, like, well, because that's what they are, essentially, is a sandbox game. The Game Boy games is a sandbox game. Right. That'd be cool to have on a console where you could literally like see all these places and that's what that's and what stuff. let's go is it's is on the it? switch oh i don't know I don't, I don't, it's supposed I don't to Nintendo. be okay well this yeah the switch man good investment um but it's supposed to be like the they're actually working on a legit like pokemon entry for the switch that comes no, out like next year run into other online play like i guess an mmo version okay well um, you could battle other players in the game like have legit Pokemon battles. That would be cool. Well, in this they do the thing. You know, it's all 3D, and you can w- play it on the. If look up footage, you get a chance. But they have, um, you know, they have the trainers popping out, and you can go and talk to them and challenge them. You mm-hmm. don't use. Um, they took out the standard like po- when you're out training, po- when you're do- on doing the grind, you're out in the grass finding other Pokemon, fighting trying to them. level up. Yeah, trying to level up. They took they removed that. They don't have that in this. So you're anytime. Yeah, but that's what made the damn game so. I know you level up through fighting trainers in the game. <sighs> okay. Because this game, like, then how do you capture new Pokemon? You go into the grass and do your thing like that, and like you. So you only go in the grass to catch new ones. You don't go in there to defeat. But them your Pokemon gain experience from you capturing Pokemon. Okay. So I'm not entirely sure how the so mechanic if you knock works. So if you accidentally knock them out, you don't gain any experience. But if you capture them, you do. That's what I understand. I could be wrong. And if I am wrong, you can uh, shoot us an email at topgotclips right. at gmail.com. That sounds legit. Yeah, but this is like supposed to be like a, te- a trial version of the real legit like series entry that's coming out on the Switch next year. Okay. I'll be down for that one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, last one, Resident Evil 2 Remake. We talked about this a little bit earlier. I, I think it'd be fun to play. I'll always like remakes on gen, for, on next gen consoles. Well, especially like a game like Resident Evil that was super pixely, super like, but it was cl- iconic. Clunky. It was iconic because it's kind of the first of its kind. But yeah. you know, just seeing the footage from E3 looks so beautiful, man. And Gamescom, oh. like, oh my gosh, it looks amazing. Oh yeah. Um. All right. Cool. Any closing thoughts on this? Um, I'm, there's a lot of games I'm excited for. I don't know where the hell I'm going to find time for all these games, but I'm going to try. I know it's gaming season's tough, man. It's always like what's late August to mid December is when you do all your like 
that's when the prime time for gaming is. And yeah. then you have like January through, uh, through like July. You have all the, that's the January through January through July is the time you play the holiday releases. Yeah. And you have like little small trickles of games like Borderlands usually comes out around then. And right. They want to catch uh, kids right on the summer when they start summer break. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a good time to hit the back catalog. That's what I'm doing right yeah. now. This episode is brought to you by Vitabrace, high performance gamer wristbands by Miracle Fruit Oil. Big Dog, you and I play a lot of video games. Yes, we do. You ever find yourself in positions where your your hands get cramped and you just you you need a break, you got to get up. Yes. Okay. Well, it just so happens that Miracle Fruit Oil, they made these bracelets right here, and what it's supposed to do is increase circulation in your wrist, makes you less tired, less fatigued, less sore and stiff. Uh, it's gives, supposed to give you more endurance, grip, strength, range of motion, uh, mobility, stability, better manual dexterity, coordination, and precision movements. I've been playing a lot of Kingdom Hearts. And it has helped. It has made it so... Because, you know, I spend a lot of time working on computers, doing video games, stuff like that. It does help. You know, it kind of eases uh, eases the pain a little bit, or I feel it less, I mean, when I do it without it. You don't really notice until you take the bracelet off. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, Vitabrace is powered by nature. It contains miracle fruit seed oil, a rare and natural oil that comes from the seed of the healthy miracle fruit berry. The wristband is capable of delivering the oil to your wrist for four to six months of daily use. The combination of compression, uh, occlusion, and unique oil provides several benefits. If you're interested in getting your own Miracle Fruit Vitabrace wristband, visit their website today at www.miraclefruitoil.com and use promo code MEDIA10 at checkout for $10 off your next purchase. Um, All right, cool, guys. If you want to find this podcast, you can find it on uh, podcast.com, Google Play, Podbean, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and other great podcasting outlets around the globe. Until next time, it's been a pleasure. (laughs) 